This is Paul Nobles from eToform.com, and I am sitting here with my trusty assistant, Sarah Kumar. Sarah, do you want to say hi to everyone? Hello, everyone. So Sarah is on her son's laptop, so she's uh, a little concerned about, you know, viruses and, and you know, she's going to yeah. be playing a little Doom or whatever the kids play these days. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, Got a little gaming system going. Awesome. Absolutely. So I wanted to talk about a couple things before we get into live reviews. We're only going to do three real quick live reviews. Um, and so I have already shut down the um, ability to add more um, just because we're trying to do something relatively quickly. And so the first thing I wanted to talk about was this, this Starbucks Frappuccino. And, and it's got the same theme as the t-shirt that Sarah wants to talk about here in a second. And I'm going to take the opposite view that most people would think that I would take. But so there's memes going around with people talking about how much sugar is in this, this thing. And they're astonished that this ice cream treat would have that much sugar in it. And I think that people... You know, it, it's really funny because, uh, you know, and, and I remember this from when I, you know, as most people know, you know, I've been sober for 30 years, you know, and right. I would love to say that, uh, you know, the, there's someone saying it's a heart attack in the making. Apparently, they are not that familiar with how heart attacks work. Um, people eat ice cream all, all the time and they don't get heart attacks. Right um diabetes in a cup okay so so let's get into my thing but 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 you know when i was newly sober um of course you're you're excited about your thing right mm -hmm. and you want to tell everybody about all the progress that you're making and the things that are really super exciting um and they don't want to hear it they don't want to hear how you're denying yourself um <laughs> Scott, Scott, this drink equals three Snickers bars. Personally, I'd rather the, the three Snickers bars. You know, right? Um, yeah. but but because it's called unicorn, everybody wants to try it. Yeah, but 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 here, here's why. my point, and 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 this is this is what I'm trying to say to all the people that are commenting right now, is that you're not better than the people drinking the unicorn drink right right you, you're not suddenly you know just because you eat chicken and kale doesn't make them bad for wanting an ice cream treat okay people exactly. eat ice cream all the time it doesn't mean they're getting diabetes it doesn't mean they're gonna get fat you know like everybody needs to just calm the hell down you know <laughs> like I, I you know i mean part of my thought process was hey maybe i should just go get one of these things drink it and talk about what's happening while I'm drinking it. And then I thought to myself, well, honestly, I don't want to waste that many calories. You know, I'd yes. rather, I'd yes. rather eat things that add to my system rather than, you know, something that is really more of right. a treat, you know? And right. so, but I want to try it. I mean, I want to taste it. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, the, the people that are posting these memes and the people that are posting all these stuff, one, you're playing right in the hand of Starbucks, right? You didn't, you don't right. think that they knew that this was coming, you know? Right. And so the attention, yeah. 
before, of course, right in the middle of the podcast, we start to get a phone call. But the, I just feel like, you know, one, you know, Starbucks knew they were going to get this kind of reaction. And, it, you know, there's just as many people going, you know what, I'll try it. Um, right. And I, I just think that, you know, there's this, you know, memification of the internet uh, oh, where yeah. where everyone is like, oh my God, sugar is so horrible. And it, yeah. it's like, I get you. Sugar doesn't add a lot to the equation. But if you think that everyone out there wants to be as miserable as you are avoiding sugar, you're wrong, right? Like people in general kind of like ice cream. They kind of like right. having these types of things. And if I work out, and if I do things that allow for amazing work capacity and I want to have like the little, I mean, my new thing right now is the Ben and Jerry, um, uh, pint slices, you know, oh, it's like 250 yeah. calories. I mean, I love those things. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't have them every day, you know, but, um, but having one but occasionally it's like, um, cotton candy, like blue cotton candy is yeah. like my favorite, like. Yeah, I don't eat it all the time. What you don't eat? I mean, I, honestly, it, it, I I feel like most of the people that are posting all these memes and stuff that they are miserable trying to avoid yeah. sugar, and they want you to be miserable so you can also avoid sugar with them. And most people are like, you know what? I'm actually okay. I can avoid this unicorn thing if i want to if i want to have a little treat you know that's fine as well but i think people are tripping out on that a little bit too much and so the other thing that i wanted to talk about so so um sarah sent me an image of a of a t-shirt and and actually it's kp's i've seen message? it i've seen it yes i have i've seen the quote many times um and it's that lion don't worry themselves related to the opinions of sheep and like nothing against the t-shirt nothing against the saying i get where people are going but once again it's sort of like i want to do the opposite t-shirt right like yeah. the opposite t-shirt was what would be something like you know lions are concerned about getting their head kicked in by a giraffe Right, <laughs> like did you see, did you see um, the Planet Earth two, where um, oh man the the giraffe just like knocked this lion right on its back, you know? Oh my gosh! And um, lions are concerned about a bunch of stuff, you know. Right. People act as if you know, but I feel like there needs to be like this whole line of T-shirts that are yeah. like. You know, I really think you should do that. You've been talking about that for a long time. Yeah, because like, like the whole Mark Ripito, you know, I'm training to not be killed or whatever. It's like, dude, yeah. I, I'm, I'm training to kind of get some muscle occasionally. You know what I mean? To have a Ben and Jerry slice, you know, and, and, and not trip out, you know. To have a Starbucks unicorn frappuccino. Yeah, I mean, like. You know, and a lot of people don't know my story. They're they're just stumbling upon this over the internet, and and they don't realize that 
you know, I've lost 100 pounds. I don't avoid sugar. We actually do, you know, pr propose to people that they, they can eat um, more flexibly. And actually, most studies really show that the more flexible that you eat, the more likely you are to succeed, right? The more rigid you have to be, the more likely you are to rebound, the more, you know, and in fact, um, when you look at the basics of, of homeostasis and balance, you know, there is some advantage to having hypercaloric, you know, treats or foods, you know, I mean, my wife and I, you know, we have date night, you know, now every Saturday where we have pizza, you know, um, and we've been doing that for, you know, five to seven years, you know, we've been going to the same place. We don't even, we don't even need to order the food. They just, they just come up and say, do you still want this? And we're like, yeah, you know, yeah, no, it's awesome. But I, I just think, um, like if, if, you know, kind of same with the unicorn thing, it's just the, I get it. Everybody's a badass, right? Everybody works out hard. Everybody does, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, you know, first place is, or uh, second place is the first loser. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. She said to me at summer camp, I was so mad. <laughs> that was so mean. I was trying so hard. I was being funny. race game, here you come. I was being, hey. I was being funny. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, all right, so let's get to live reviews. Um, okay. We we probably uh, sent. So can you see these names, or do you need all to the no them? sugar people are like, you know what? I don't feel like we're welcomed over there. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. You are welcome, but you know, just keep keep your memes to yourself. You know, we get it, chicken and kale all the time. That's awesome. No. Um, Can you see these names, or do you need me to send them to you? Um, well, I know um, Kristen LeBlanc. I know um, Julia. Yes. So. I'll, I'll send them to you. Somebody was asking for the... I have not had a... I have not had a um, unicorn. Like I said, uh, you know, I'd, I'd rather have pancakes. Um Oh, yeah. But I I want to try it. Brianna's coming home this weekend, so we'll probably make a Starbucks trip. Because Stevie's doing Singing in the Rain for the musical this weekend. I'm so excited for that. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, for Kristen, let's see. She is in performance. Um, she's got a lot of notes, which is going to be very difficult for me to um, yeah. comb through on a podcast so i'm i'm really not going to do that yeah um, she just whether i should stay in fat loss or go back to performance that's her her fundamental well currently we have her in performance um at least within the app um i don't know if she changed that maybe she has her plan it doesn't look like she's changed it um but I mean, her macros are, you know, you know, consistent with somebody that's in performance. I mean, it's certainly not, 
low by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, I'm a little concerned that there's some miscommunication maybe happening, but, you know, in, you know, in her app, you know, um, I mean, her macros are set, you know, so Yeah, she thinks she's in fat loss. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> the, you know, she's at about 2,600 calories a day. Um, and so I don't know if we've, we've lowered things down. Um, there's really too much to, to, you know, to request a review because there's just no shot at running through all of this. I mean, I see that, you know, she may or may not have been breastfeeding, you know, um, you know, I don't know if she stopped that or not, um. Typically, you know, one of the protocols that, that we have, just so everybody knows, um, when we have someone breastfeeding in each form, um, we we can have we can set their goal pretty aggressively, but we're going to put them in performance just because um, we don't want their calories being slashed, you know, trying to get to a specific goal. So, um, there's really too many pieces of the onion to go through on a live review. So, you know, request a review and we will, um, get that working. Okay. I'm putting the other ones in the chat for you. Yeah. The go-to. Yeah. The Scott Schubert is, is still trying to get his whole, his whole, um, sugar point across. Um, we're not saying sugar is, is amazing that everybody should have. Right. You know, so much sugar every single day. We're just saying, chill out, <laughs> just calm down, buddy. Right? Like, just a um, of sugar makes the medicine go down. We we get it. You're you're anti sugar. Um, the good majority of people can eat can eat sugar within moderation, and when you exercise, you're typically going to be pretty fine. All right. So Jessica is the green machine. Um, she's in performance. Do you have any idea what she's uh, looking to be reviewed about? Uh, I think she, I don't know. She's thinking she needs more fuel because she's got a Spartan come on, uh, coming up. Okay. Um, I can see where, let me just kind of move some things around here because it looks like, um, I just need to do a little math here just to see where her goals are. Um, one of the things that we, we talk a lot about, because it looked like she hit her goal, um, and then we moved to performance, and she has been doing a great job. So, yeah, I think it probably does make sense. Um to bump things up a little bit here. Let's see. Okay. Um, one of the things that, that I think is kind of interesting as people move to performance, in a lot of ways, that's the time that is almost more important, right? Because um, many people, you know, consider that the period where you're in fat loss is really super um, important. And so they, they get, and they, they're all in um, 
and and Jessica would be a great example of this, right? Where you know, as she came out of performance, she really stuck closely to the plan and therefore wasn't dealing with this huge rebound, right? So a lot of the time when you're you're in a deficit, and this was for people that aren't eat to perform members as well, your body is more insulin sensitive at that point. And so what ends up happening is you're more prone to store. And so you have to be more cognizant. I think the other thing too is just as you go, you know, um, to the next level, the temptation to just work out all the time is high, right? Right. And you don't necessarily need to do that. I mean, just the simple fact of eating more is going to not only, you know, kind of upregulate a lot of stuff, but it's going to upregulate your, your um, metabolism even from just one standpoint of digestion, right? Just eating more food is going to help things a little bit from that standpoint. Um, so she did a great job. Um, we ended up keeping her goal um, relatively the same. I'm going to make a small change to it. Um, but uh, overall, I think things are good. Let's see, up macros to continue next level of performance. Let's see, <clears throat> setting. This makes for a great podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is where the magic happens, though. It's where your, your sorcery goes on in your head and the notes go into their app and it's, it's where the magic is yeah the scott dude just keeps going on and on i'm sure he just keeps saying sugar is bad dude i'm actually working with clients right now i i'm i'm pretty familiar you want me to block that? with how sugar works no he can keep talking if he wants to he's endomorph and mesomorph it's like dude i'm, I'm busy i'm doing stuff i'm working with clients um all right so let's take a look at Kulia. It's so funny because I don't think that, you know, I think that people that just stumble upon us um, right. don't understand, you know, um, I mean, Scott doesn't know that I lost 100 pounds, right? Um, right. Scott doesn't know that we have people that have lost hundreds of pounds, right? So um, we're, trust me, we're not saying that sugar is going to be something that you're going to want to ingest constantly on an, right. on an IV drip, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like, I, where's my EpiPen? Someone, someone just questioned my sexual identity. Um, that's interesting. You know, I was just thinking about this actually. Um, oh. The when I was, you know, in my teens, listening to Depeche Mode and The Smiths and stuff like this. Yeah, of, yeah. of course, I knew that there was a, a high, you know, undercurrent of homosexuality, right? In most of those songs, obviously. Yeah. Right. Morrissey totally. is openly gay. Metro. Everything was very metro, yeah. 
but it it didn't really occur to me, you know, that, um, you know, I just appreciated the music and I liked that it was different than everything else that was out there. Um, but now looking at it 20 to 30 years later and the fact that, you know, people who are openly gay and, and trans and LGBTQ and, you know, that they've identified with those songs much deeper. You know, I, I just, I'm just like, man, the bridge in this song is awesome. Right. But, but it meant so much more, um, to a lot of those folks. And so, um, I think that's, that's sort of interesting, but you know, that's what happens when somebody calls me gay on the internet. Um, so, you know, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to get through the weekend, you know, um, but oh my God. Scott, Scott lost over 205 pounds. That's awesome. Scott, nobody's saying that, that what you're, you're doing isn't awesome. You know, we're just saying that having a super restrictive mindset scientifically does not work for the good majority of people. If that works for you, awesome. Do you boo. Right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, for the good majority of people understanding how food works in their system and suggesting that that sugar, you know, I guarantee right. you at 200, you know, as someone who lost 205 pounds, moving was as big of a problem for you as any amount of sugar that you would have ingested. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, what we see on a daily basis is people in a situation similar to what you're talking about, you know, moving and, and for instance, when I was over 250 pounds, okay, if you said to me that I have to change literally everything in my life to see success, that would have been very frustrating because I liked a lot of the stuff that I was doing. Now, looking at it in retrospect, I did change almost every single thing, but I changed it bit by bit by bit bit. Do you understand where I'm going with this, Scott? Is that, you know, for people in your situation, like you don't realize how much you did to get to where you are, right? Until reflection. And so the more preachy you are about it, you know, right. the people that were in that situation previously, they just think you're being a jerk because they're struggling with those types of situations. And what we, you know, believe is that if we can teach people the specifics rather than going, you know, no one in your situation, let's say that you were 400 pounds, Right. If you were 400 pounds previous to what you've been able to do, there wasn't a lot of, hey, heart surgery is the thing here, right? You kind of probably knew at 400 pounds that, you know, it was going to be a heavy load on your heart, right? Um, but it was those gradual changes that you made. That's the point we're trying to make here, Scott. We're not trying to make the point that Starbucks Frappuccino what we're saying is, it's the memes, it's the, this is going to give you a heart attack, this is going to give you, it's not going to do that, 
right? And so if I go to this, like this is the best way to say it. If I go to Starbucks and I have the drink and I don't have a heart attack, I've immediately proved you wrong, right? Right. Now that doesn't make me more healthy for doing that, right? But what I'd rather do is have a genuine conversation with people about the specifics of how to make those little life changes that make big differences. That's the point here, Scott. All right. So Julia um, has been doing great. We started her off kind of on a mini cut type situ situation. She um, is going to Hawaii. Kind of wished that we had hit a specific number, but we got kind of close enough to where I feel like we did some pretty good damage. And so, you know, in the last couple weeks, we've been able to get, um, you know, roughly seven to eight pounds weight loss. And uh, I'm thinking that it's probably best that we just move back to performance, which I think was her ultimate goal. Yeah. And uh, we're going to slowly start moving you there, right? We're not going to just just jump in. I will say this, though. I am going to keep your goal the same. I still feel like we can get there, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, let's keep... And so can you elaborate on that a little bit, Paul? Because we've had a few people ask that, right? So, like, Lorna was like, oh, my gosh, Paul changed my weight goal again, but I'm in performance. Can you explain to me how I'm going to get hit that goal? Yeah. And we so, talk about this over time, but if you want to talk about that. Yeah, so, like, a fat loss phase is basically just that. It's a cycle that we're going through, and, you know depending on who you are, it could be anywhere from 10 pounds, it could be 20 pounds, right? Um, the more you know fat you have to use, the more aggressive we're going to be able to get. Um, and if, you know, like Scott was saying, you know, if you came from, you know, eating a sleeve of Oreos and drinking Mountain Dews, you know, you're probably going to be able to have a lot more success than if, you know, you had been eating at a deficit for a long period of time. And so that's why we sort of cycle things. And so what we try to do is we try to get you X amount of weight loss over X amount of period. And so typical fat loss stage is going to go anywhere from six to 10 weeks and then have some little buffer for reversing out of it. So then you go, well, wait a second. You just moved me to performance, but then you moved my weight goal down. Why wouldn't you move my weight goal up since I'm getting more food? And that's a common misconception. The common misconception is that you can't lose weight in a performance phase. And we prove every single day that you can lose weight in a performance phase. It's just a matter of, you know, one, allowing your body to do what it wants to do in the first place Two, some level of work can matter you know what we often see is you know a lot of people will sign up for eat to perform and and they all want to come into a fat loss phase right and um they they often will hit their goals but sometimes when they hit their goals they're Sleep still needs to, some work, right? Their workout habits need to be changed a little bit. And so 
those are great things to work on in a performance cycle, right? Your sleep protocol, right. your, your, you know, workouts. Um, you know, we were just having a conversation yesterday where we were talking with a really lean athlete who, um, you know, she was 17% and, um, she had been kind of, you know, grinding things, you know, down, um, steps are just off the charts um, and she's older, right? And so a lot of things work against you there. And so what we did for her, who she's in a performance phase, we told her, bring those steps down a little bit to see if we can deal with some of that muscle atrophy. Because a lot of muscle, what seems like muscle atrophy on a body fat test is often um, going to be hydration levels, you know, time of the month matters a great deal. So there's a lot of things that go on there. So I'm going to go ahead and um, up Kulia. But what, you know, specifically in, in Kulia's instance, um, uh -huh. as she has been able to, I mean, one of the things that's interesting about losing weight, right? Losing weight is going to be super, super helpful as it relates to pull-ups, right? Or right. air squats. Do air squats become easier when you're down 10 pounds? Yes, they do, right? So now yeah. instead of comfortably doing 40, you can comfortably do 60, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, those are all things that matter a great deal as we move people through phases. And so people wonder, well, how can I reach those goals? Um, I think also, too, um, one of the things that we talk about a lot, let's say that you have 219 pounds as a compass, right? And you've already lost, you know, 10 to 15 pounds. And you're in a performance phase and you've kind of had, you know, a super day, maybe weights up a little bit. Um, and you're right in that 221 range. And then, you know, uh, your best friend calls you up and says, hey, what do you think about going out for Mexican and margaritas? Um, I think having that compass is helpful, right? Because there would be times where Mexican and margaritas might make sense. You're, you're at your weight or you're at a comfortable weight where you're, you're you know, part of the idea... And this is the thing that, that people struggle with when they first start off Eat to Perform is they want their weight to just go down, 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 down. And they don't realize that weight going up and down is actually the thing that allows weight to go down a little bit more. It's all the people that come from the mindset of, you know, um, I don't like to weigh myself. Well, the reason why you don't like to weigh yourself is because um, the, you know, Sarah, I don't know if you saw, but I shut I shut down comments. So we you're adding people and um So this is to the other this is to the actual post of the um recording. Okay. Yeah. Because I shut down the comments and said that we were only gonna do those three, but I'll I'll try oh, okay. I'll try and I'll try and take a look at these others, but okay. um um so where, where was I going with that? Just do you remember where, where I left off? 
um, okay. You're there are two people with ADD yeah. each other. Do you remember? No, what, it's just that it's was, just you're, you're you're adding all these people and uh, I um, know. and I mean we were supposed to be thirty minutes and now we're at thirty minutes. So um, let's see, setting up for a two review. We can do reviews. In that, um, oh, I know what I was saying. I was talking about the compass, right? And having oh, yes. a compass yes. for. Um, you know, if your weight is, you know, if your compass is 219 and your weight's at 223, going out for margaritas in Mexican probably doesn't make a lot of sense, right? So you just right. go for a walk with your friend. You try and, you know, make sure that you're keeping an eye on the goal. But if I said to your, you know, for instance, let's say that somebody's goal was 219 and then in performance I moved them to 224. Well, that's an easy jump from 224 to 229 to 234, right? And so right. you still want to be able to keep an eye on things. So as we're kind of finishing things with Kulia, um, in performance, we really want to keep um, close to this plan and we can try and move you up before you leave for Hawaii. Yeah, she's going to be super excited. All right. So we can do the other ones as reviews in the app. Yeah, and so, um, but Lisa was also saying that, that the expectation, you know, for, um, yeah, that let's do that. Ha have, those, yeah. have those folks request a review. Um, I know Brad's actually on a plane right now, headed to, to Mexico City. Um, so he's got a bunch of time for reviews. Um, yeah, so he, you know, he's like scared to death because he's listening to all the rumors that Mexico City is kind of a dangerous place. Uh, and I was just thinking the exact opposite thing because I saw um, this thing on boxing and they were walking through the streets of Mexico City, and I thought to myself, that that would be an uh, interesting place to visit. Um, but one of the things I said to Brad, because um, you know he, he was concerned, and you know Mexico City is a city that you have to be a little bit aware of. But the thing, this is a little travel tip for everybody out there, um, and. I still want to end to talk about why the expectation of the scale needs to change and there, therefore um, it would help things. But wherever you are in the world, I don't care how bad or good it is, it's always better in the early morning. For some reason, criminals don't wake up at 5 a.m., <laughs> right? Oh, my God. You're so cool. Like they don't. You know, so I don't care where I've been in the world, wherever I've been in the world, visiting oh any God. place, morning is always fine. So, um, You're yeah. Okay. So, but the expectation. So the expectation of the scale, basically, if you can change the expectation that the scale going up occasionally, you'll change your relationship with the scale, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's the problem that people get frustrated you know, I mean, I'll even see people, you know, I mean, in muscle gain, I think it's a little bit more obvious that, that you want your weight to be going up. But even in performance, people are like, oh, my goodness, you know, um, 
My weight's not going down. It's like, well, you know, for performance, your weight isn't necessarily supposed to be going down. It's not supposed right. to be going up, you know. Right. I mean, and and certainly, you know, request a review if you're having those issues. But, you know, we review people, you know, um, I mean, a lot of the new people that come in, you know, I put them on like three-day auto reviews i put them on like right. one week reviews until yeah. you know i've been able to hold their hand throughout the process you know um right. but i think this fear of gaining weight um you know we're just not in that business right i mean like uh and if you don't you know you you never really know something until you know it you know and yeah. I, I think a lot of people's fear you know, they've been under eating for a while or they've, you know, kind of been in dieting mode for a long time. And so they fear, they feel like every time, for instance, let's say that you've been, you know, eating fairly restrictively and then you go to a birthday party and you have ice cream, you really live it up one day, right? Like this past weekend, you know, um, with Easter, you know, a lot of ham, a lot of sodium, now, if you were eating pretty restrictively, your weight might be up four to five pounds. It's interesting because people that don't want to weigh themselves, they always want to weigh themselves after that day. Always. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing. It's like they, 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 yeah, it's like they hope it's not that bad. It's like, oh my God, it really is that bad. It's like, first of all, just have some water. Let your yeah. body flush it out. But you know what? It's funny. I don't even weigh myself after a day like that. No. Because I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Even after a day that I'm super swole, like we just did a, a really awesome deadlift wad at the gym this week. I was so swole, I can't really move, sore. I'm not weighing myself because I know it's going to be up just from the inflammation. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that. Um... You know, one, if people realize, you know, the strategic value of having days where you go up like that. I mean, one of the podcasts we need to do eventually is, you know, I mean, one, we've, we've brought to the table that carbs are good, right? And that carbs right. are useful. And people say, well, you're not the first people to say that. We are kind of the first people to say that with 1.5 million fans, right? Like most other big, you know, Weight Watchers, even CrossFit is just like super down on carbs a lot of the time. And, and you're starting to see them move towards that where it's more favorable, which is a really good sign. Um, but most people that have a big voice, you know, tend to talk about these things fairly negatively. And the other thing that they talk about negatively is sodium. And if you're an active individual... I mean, I'm not saying have 7,500 milligrams of sodium every single day, right? But I am saying that if you're having 800 milligrams of sodium, sodium is one of the most prevalent minerals in nature for a reason, okay? Sodium is one of the things that allows the biotransfer from your small intestine into your muscles, into your organs, right? You know, without sodium and potassium, you would not have the electrical bond that allows for a lot of really good things in your body. And so 
We do need to do that. We won't do that today, but we're going to have to have eventual discussion about a reasonable approach to sodium because yes, you can go super low sodium on any one given day. And yes, you can pull all the water out of your body. And yes, you can not eat carbs and pull even more water out of your body. But, mm -hmm. you know, is that fat, right? And would you be better if you had a hydrated muscle, right? If you didn't feel dehydrated trying to work out, right? That's what we're talking about. And that's why these things are favorable and ultimately why it's it's better for fat loss over over time. Doesn't mean that you never have a deficit. Obviously, you know, we we you know it's part of our program in, in every instance where even people that are in performance and muscle gain, we still do vary their plans. So they're having moments of deficit to increase insulin sensitivity and, and all the things that are super positive as it relates to body composition. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to end on that note. I appreciate everybody being here, but um, yeah. Um, how about you, Sarah? Any special things going on this weekend that you want to let everybody know about that's just like got you super excited? Well, yeah, Stevie's doing Singing in the Rain this week. You already mentioned that. Music. Yes. That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid, so pretty excited. Yeah. And I'm going to be computer shopping, so anybody got laptop computer ideas for me, let me know. Or deals. <laughs> Sounds awesome. More about the deals. More about the deals. Yeah. Uh, Mama needs a new laptop. That's right. All right, you guys, uh, appreciate everybody being here, and we'll talk to you later. Bye now.